So the verdict is in. Kyle Rittenhouse, not guilty on all counts. Not guilty on all counts. That is very good news for the country. The president of the United States, Joe Biden, who did finish his colonoscopy, uh, he apparently had cleaned him out in some way because he came out and he said that we should respect the verdict because the jury system works, which is the best thing he has said in his entire time as presidency, so far as uh, I am concerned. Here was what it sounded like when the jury announced its verdict earlier today. State of Wisconsin versus Kyle Rittenhouse. As to the first count of the information, Joseph Rosenbaum, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? Okay, and if you can't see the video, Rittenhouse essentially collapses in tears. Uh, now, remember, we were told by the entire blue checkmarked media that when he cried on the stand while recounting what happened to him that night, it was because white tears, white tears, it was all fake, just like it was fake for Brett Kavanaugh. I want you to remember this because the media lied to you and they lied to you routinely. Never forget that these people created this situation in the first place. Remember, this all began with a lie. It began with the lie that Jacob Blake, who was an alleged rapist, the police were calm on him because he went to his ex-girlfriend's home. She called the cops. The police arrived. He resisted arrest. He had a knife and turned his back on the cops while holding a knife and was shot for his trouble. The media treated that as a vicious white supremacist murder by the cops. That led to riots in Kenosha. Those riots in Kenosha were defended by the media as mostly peaceful. Kyle Rittenhouse then went to Kenosha in order to protect private property and provide medical aid, at which point he was attacked by three people, all of whom had significant criminal records, one of whom was an actual convicted child molester. He shot two of them. All three were white. And then the media declared that Kyle Rittenhouse was a white supremacist mass shooter. The media created the situation. They fomented the situation. They lit the fire and then they watched it burn. And then they fanned the flames because this is what they are. They are garbage beginning to end. They lied to you. They lied about the situation. They continue to lie today. I'm gonna go all the way back to the beginning. This is right after the Rittenhouse shootings. Here's a little compendium of our friends in the media completely botching the facts and lying to Americans over and over and over again. Rittenhouse is basically what you would have had in a school shooter. He's a 17-year-old kid. He shouldn't have had a gun. He crossed state lines to supposedly protect property. No, he was going out to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old vigilante. Kyle Rittenhouse, the vigilante. Kyle Rittenhouse, the armed teenage vigilante. A 17-year-old vigilante, arguably a domestic terrorist, picked up a rifle, drove to a different state to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse, a guy who's deeply racist, went with weapons to a Black Lives Matter protest, looking to get in trouble. He did. He murdered a couple of people. Rittenhouse, uh, the 17-year-old kid, just running around, shooting and killing protesters. You see the 17-year-old who was radicalized by Trumpism, took his AR-15 to Kenosha and became a killer. A white, Trump-supporting, MAGA-loving, uh, Blue Lives Matter, social media uh, uh, partisan, 17 years old, picks up a gun, drives from one state to another with the intent to shoot people. 
These people are garbage. They were lying to you at the time. And here's the thing. Now that we know, they continue to lie. They continue to lie. Okay, and the Biden campaign lied about Kyle Rittenhouse. This was not just the media. It was a Democrat media complex dedicated to the lie that what happened in Kenosha was a righteous explosion of anger at white supremacy in the United States, and therefore that Kyle Rittenhouse was an evil emissary of the Trump campaign and white supremacy more generally. This was a, this was a lie that was promulgated by Joe Biden's campaign. It was Joe Biden and Kamala Harris who were calling up Jacob Blake. It was Kamala Harris, the current vice president of the United States, who told alleged rapist Jacob Blake that she was proud of him, that she was proud of him. It was the president of the United States who called up Jacob Blake and talked with him and said he talked about how nothing was going to defeat him. They fomented this. Here was an ad from the Joe Biden campaign, September 2020. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Are you prepared to to specifically do it? There's the image of Kyle Rittenhouse in the middle of that Joe Biden campaign ad. They created this. They own it. And now here's the thing. They got caught in the lie, just like with Covington Catholic, just like with Brett Kavanaugh, Just like with the Russia hoax, just like with all of it, they got caught in the lie because they are liars, because they are liars beginning to end. The narrative is the only thing that matters. And they were willing to make the blood sacrifice of Kyle Rittenhouse in order to promote that narrative. And here's the thing. They are still willing to make the blood sacrifice in order to promote the narrative, because now the facts are out. It was justifiable at the beginning to say, you know what, let's wait, let's see. And then it became pretty quickly not justifiable because all the tape emerged. And then the prosecution happened. And maybe the prosecution had something. Maybe they had a piece of evidence that we didn't know about it. Maybe they knew something that you didn't. But it turned out they knew nothing. It turned out they had no evidence. They had nothing. Nada. In fact, all of their witnesses were defense witnesses. And still the media couldn't stop lying. Still, the political actors in the Democratic Party could not stop lying. Kyle Rittenhouse had to be the face of evil white supremacy. Kyle Rittenhouse had to be the face of Trumpism. And even after his acquittal today, the media continue to promulgate the lie. They are rewriting history in real time. You don't let them do it. I won't let them do it. None of us should let them do it. They are liars and allowing them to rewrite history in real time, rewrite fact patterns in real time. It means the end of the country, the end of the truth. We're going to fight that. So as I say, the Democrat media complex, they created this and they are liars and they will maintain the lie. Just because Kyle Rittenhouse is acquitted today, as he should have been, legally and morally, does not mean that these bastards won't continue to lie to you and lie about you and lie about the country and lie about the state of play. Now, earlier, I said that Joe Biden had come out and he had said that he didn't watch the trial. And so he really had no opinion. And the jury had done its job. That's what Joe Biden said. Now he's released a statement. It's amazing. The man can't do anything right for more than 22 seconds before Ron Klain steers him wrong again. He just released a statement. Did our not all their president, quote, While the verdict in Kenosha will leave many Americans feeling angry and concerned, myself included, we must acknowledge that the jury has spoken. Why are you angry and concerned? Was it because you slandered Kyle Rittenhouse as a white supremacist in your campaign ad? Are you angry and concerned because he might sue your ass for defamation, as you probably should? Why are you angry and concerned, sir? What do you know about this trial that we don't? They are liars, and they will rewrite history to make the lie stick. This is why they keep trotting out Michael Brown as though he was an innocent or Jacob Blake 
as though he was an innocent. Because all that matters is the narrative. They'll continue to lie and lie and lie. Do not pay attention to them. Get better news sources and tell all your friends to do the same. Here, let me just give you this. Here's Yahoo News' description. This is post-acquittal. Okay, post-acquittal. Here was their description of what happened to Rittenhouse. Quote, Rittenhouse was 17 when he carried an AR-style semi-automatic rifle on the streets of Kenosha during a turbulent protest against racial injustice in the summer of 2020 and opened fire on demonstrators, killing Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber and seriously wounding Gage Grosskreutz. Okay, that is the least accurate description of what happened I have ever seen. According to Yahoo News, after the trial, after the video, after drone footage, after witness testimony, after physical evidence, after that, their description of this was not Kyle Rittenhouse went to Kenosha in the middle of riots to defend private property. He was accosted by a convicted child molester and chased. He turned around and shot that man when he lunged for the gun. Then he was chased by a mob who was trying to kill him. And he shot two other people, killing one. That would be an accurate depiction of what happened. According to Yahoo News, he just arrived during a turbulent protest and then opened fire on demonstrators, just randomly spraying them with bullets, apparently. These liars, they are liars. They lie to you. And if this were you, they would lie about you because they don't care how many eggs they have to break in order to make the omelet. They do not care. If you are if you are an obstacle to their utopian vision of what America should be like, they will break you. They will destroy you. They would have gladly sent a 17-year-old kid to prison for the rest of his life for an act of self-defense. And they are weeping today because Kyle Rittenhouse isn't going to spend the rest of his life behind bars for a crime he never committed and didn't commit on video. Here was CNN today, decrying the legal process. Oh, well, you know, the problem with the legal process, says CNN, is that, you know, really the law is just favorable to the defendant. The law in Wisconsin is very favorable to a defendant claiming self-defense. The prosecution has to affirmatively disprove self-defense beyond a reasonable doubt. If the jury went back there and had some reasonable doubt, then they were to return a not guilty verdict. And that, it appears, is what they've done. Well, you know, the, the, the law of self, by the way, can I explain something? The law of self-defense is a key element of every legal regime ever in human history. If there's a legal regime, it includes the law of self-defense. That is the only law that mattered here. This is not because the law was favorable to the defense. It's because the defendant didn't commit a crime. They all know this, but they're going to lie. They're going to pretend that he got off on a technicality. He did not get off on a technicality, Kyle Rittenhouse. He got off because he never should have been indicted in the first place. And only because the prosecutor is a despicable, lying hack was this ever brought. By the way, this speaks to a broader fact, which is that Republicans, conservatives, freedom-minded people need to start electing DAs who aren't outgrowths of a progressive legal thinking system that believes that you should indict people for no reason so long as they fit the check marks that you need for your narrative. And it wasn't just that guy on CNN. You got Bob Bianchi, former head prosecutor for New Jersey, Morris County, New Jersey on CNN, saying, you know, innocence, well, yeah, it's a mistaken belief. It's not about narratives. It's unfortunate that narratives is a tail uh, uh, wagging the dog here. It's the facts that came out there in the course of the case that showed that those narratives were in large part completely inaccurate. And so this jury did its job by looking at the facts, taking its time, deliberating over the evidence. And even though it may have been a mistaken belief, they believe Kyle Rittenhouse under those circumstances felt not only death, but great bodily harm. A lot of people are missing that. Mistaken belief? Where's the mistaken belief coming from? He's doing well until he gets to mistaken belief. Okay, this isn't the worst of the worst. 
Okay, this is not even close to the worst of the worst. You got MSNBC, all of their guests doing the same thing. Eugene Robinson says this is a vindication of vigilantism. Weird, because what it seems like more is a vindication of the fact that if a child molester tries to grab your gun, you can shoot him. Or the vindication of the fact that if a man approaches you with a pistol to shoot you, you're allowed to shoot him in the bicep. Or the fact that if somebody tries to smack you in the face with a skateboard repeatedly, you can shoot him. That doesn't sound super a lot like vigilantism. You know, it's, so there are unique things about this case. What I what concerns me, though, is that the result will be seen as a vindication of vigilantism of, of what Kyle Rittenhouse was doing, the larger context of what he was doing, uh, you know, during these demonstrations over the shooting of, of Jacob Blake. You got Ben Rhodes doing the same routine, the former hack writer turned foreign policy advisor. He says, quote, a very dark message sent to all the other heavily armed would-be vigilantes out there. Oh, it's about vigilantism now. It's about Well, you know what? For most of them, it's about race. They're still trying to turn this into a race case. Every person Kyle Rittenhouse shot was white. Kyle Rittenhouse is white. There are no black people involved in this case, period. None. It does not matter. You know what's trending on Twitter today? Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was trending on Twitter. This case does not include a single black human. Not one. It does not matter. It has to fit the narrative. Which is why you have, for example, Celeste Ng, who's the writer of Little Fires Everywhere, tweeting out, so basically it's cool to just have an AR-15 and go out and hunt black people as long as you're white. The, the people he shot weren't even black. The What are you talking about? Doesn't matter. Stephen King, quote, so the white guy goes free? Is that the message? No, the message is that the white guy can defend himself just like anybody else. Hey, you have... Nicole Hannah-Jones. Remember, Nicole Hannah-Jones is seen as a real intellectual by the left. I don't know what to make of that. I honestly don't know whether that means that the left is just so unbelievably stupid, like with the brain power of an earthworm, that, that to, to them, she looks brilliant, or they're just patronizing her by pretending that she's smart. Because Nicole Hannah-Jones has never said a true thing, as far as I'm aware. It was just last week when she claimed that we dropped the A-bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki because of the sunk cost fallacy. Because he wanted to prove that we'd spent our money wisely on the Manhattan Project. I mean, she's a, she's a complete fool from beginning to end. So here's what this complete fool had to tweet. Quote, in this country, you can even kill white people and get away with it if those white people are fighting for black lives. This is the legacy of 1619. So just to get this straight, a white man shooting a white child molester and a white criminal and a white person trying to kill him is the legacy of 1619. Weird. Weird take by Nicole Hannah-Jones. By the way, she then followed up that tweet by suggesting that he crossed state lines with a gun, which he, which he didn't even do. Because she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. Because she doesn't care what she's talking about. Because the facts do not matter. They don't matter. Here's Joy Reid, the bloviating bag of stupid over on MSNBC. Quote, we knew, but it's sometimes helpful to remind ourselves how America was designed to work. It continues to work as designed. We have learned again what is considered legal for some people to do in America. It's helpful to know where you stand in your country. Be safe out there. What what's it's self-defense is legal for everyone, Joy, for everyone. But she says only some people, only some people will be acquitted under these circumstances. Weird, because at the beginning of October, the city of Chicago literally refused to prosecute a case in which uh, uh, two members of gangs were shooting at each other. One person died and two suspects were wounded. And the city of Chicago was like, we're not even going to prosecute them. Everyone involved was a person of color. Okay, like, I don't know what the hell she's talking about, or what she thinks she's talking about, but this passes for wisdom in left-wing circles. She also put out a blog post 
Not not the old blog post where she uh, ripped on gay people. A new blog post. It says Kyle Rittenhouse trial was designed to protect white conservatives who kill. Nailed it. Meanwhile, Letitia James, who wants to run for governor of New York after kneecapping Andrew Cuomo, she tweeted out, this is a dark day for our justice system. As a lawyer, I respect jury verdicts, but this is yet another reminder that our system needs to be uprooted and reformed. So you don't respect jury verdicts. You just want to destroy the system. These folks are, they're rewriting history. And I promise you, three years from now, the left will still be saying that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist murderer. They will still be citing the name of Joseph Rosenbaum as some sort of martyr to the cause of black lives. Even though he's the only person in the entire situation who did anything that had to do with race. By the way, what do you have to do with race? That night he shouted the N-word. But he was the guy defending black lives. Corey Bush, the liar who suggested that when she was marching in Ferguson, Missouri, white people were camped out on a hill nearby shooting at her, which is a complete lie, fabrication, made up, top to bottom. She tweeted out, the judge, the jury, the defendant. It's white supremacy in action. This system isn't built to hold white supremacists accountable. That's why black and brown folks are brutalized and put in cages while white supremacist murderers walk free. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm heartbroken. Amazing. The narrative demands that this be about the subjugation of black people. There are no black people involved. So they'll just ignore that and just go right for it anyway. It's incredible. By the way, I hope Kyle Rittenhouse sues these, sues these jackasses into the ground. I hope that he Covington Catholics these people into bankruptcy. I hope that Kyle Rittenhouse has a house made of money when all this is over. I hope that Kyle Rittenhouse is sitting atop a pile of cash because of these people. Just because they are liars and they deserve it. Bill de Blasio, the commie groundhog murderer from New York, he tweeted out, Anthony Huber and Joseph Rosenbaum are victims. They should be alive today. They're victims, you see. Anthony Huber, who was convicted of assaulting his brother and mother, and Joseph Rosenbaum, convicted child molester, both of whom attempted to murder a 17-year-old. They're victims, according to Mayor Bill de Blasio. That's not a surprise. He, he is kind of friendly with some terrorist groups. He says they should be alive today. The only reason they're not is because a violent, dangerous man chose to take a gun across state lines and start shooting people. To call this a miscarriage of justice is an understatement. It's a lie. It's all entirely a lie. And they know it's a lie and they don't care. They don't. This is the part that's so mind boggling. Just if you're a moral human being, you should care at least a little about the truth of particular fact patterns. They don't care at all. It's not like we don't have video of this stuff. We have video of Kyle Rittenhouse that night before any of the shootings take place explaining why he was there. This is clip 22. Here's Kyle Rittenhouse that night explaining why he was there. Does this sound like a young man who is looking to murder people? Does this sound like a young man who, who is looking to come to Kenosha and just start strafing people with bullets? So people are getting injured, and our job is to protect this business, and part of my job is to also help people. If there's somebody hurt, I'm running into harm's way. That's why I have my rifle, because I need to protect myself, obviously. But I also have my med kit. We're protecting from the citizens, and I just got pepper sprayed by a person in the crowd. So you had non-lethal, but you, you didn't respond? We don't have non-lethal. So you guys are full on ready to defend the property? Yes, we are. Now, if I can ask, can you guys step back? Medical, EMS right here. I'm an EMT. Okay, and then at the end of the video, he's called off to do some medical help for one of the people who's rioting. Sounds like a guy who's just out there to murder people. Adriano Espaillat, who's a representative, from New York, Congressman, he said, Kyle Rittenhouse is living proof that white tears can still forestall justice. A murderer is once again walking free today. Our system is terribly broken. 
Why? Because Kyle Rittenhouse cried. He had the temerity to cry in court. White tears. So they're just reading from the hymnal of Robin D'Angelo. White tears are bad because white tears elicit emotional responses in white juries. And this is just another example of black people being subjugated. You know the pretzels they have to twist themselves in to stick their heads this far up their own asses? Honest to God, Joe Biden and other Democrats who think like he does about these particular issues, I have to wonder why they even had to perform a colonoscopy. Couldn't Joe Biden just see in there? Apparently, all the Democrats can. Gavin Newsom, the androgynous human Kendall, governor of California, he tweeted, America today, you can break the law, carry around weapons built for a military, shoot and kill people and get away with it. That's the message we've just sent to armed vigilantes across the nation. Is it, though? Is that the message that we send? Because the message that you guys kept sending is that riots were good. Property destruction was good. Hell, attempting to murder a 17-year-old was good. All of that was good. That made you a hero. It made you a person worthy of emulation and defense. They are rewriting reality in real time. And if you're not mad about it, you got to get mad about it. It's important to be mad about it. It's important because you need to tell everyone you know that these people are liars and they cannot be trusted. Because if they lie about this, they lie about everything. And they do. And they do. So the liars are lying and they will continue lying until you believe the lie. That is the message that we are getting from our media today and from the Democrat media complex generally. The ACLU which used to be in favor of civil liberties. I'm old enough to remember when they were in favor of civil liberties. I mean, it was right in their name, A-C-L-U. The C and the L stood for civil liberties. Now, they're tweeting out just lies about Kyle Rittenhouse. Quote, despite Kyle Rittenhouse's conscious decision to travel across state lines and injure one person and take the lives of two people protesting the shooting of Jacob Blake by, Jacob Blake by police, he was not held responsible for his actions. Unfortunately, this is not surprising. This is not surprising. It is far too easy to overlook the impact that violence in defense of white supremacy has on the black and brown communities. There's no evidence that he was a white supremacist. Also, by the way, you'll notice that, you know, one of the things you're allowed to do in the United States is drive across straight state lines. Despite his conscious decision to travel across state lines, says the ACLU. You know, it's a thing that you're allowed to do in the United States, drive across state lines. And also his conscious decision to defend himself, which was the entire basis of his defense. The ACLU is a joke, but they're all jokes. The Daily Show, hilarious, The Daily Show. So funny, The Daily Show. They tweeted out, Justin, Judge Schrader sentences Kyle Rittenhouse to come give him a big hug. Because that's what this is all about, isn't it? It's all about all of the white people getting together and giving each other hugs. That's what it's all about. That's, isn't that charming? Isn't that charming? Meanwhile, I got Nina Turner. Who is a running, who's running for the House in Ohio's 11th district, tweeting, quote, America doesn't have a justice system. We have an injustice system. How clever. You see what she did right there? She put an in in front of the justice. America doesn't have a justice system. We have an injustice system. One that sees nothing wrong with cops shooting Jacob Blake in the back and nothing wrong with killing people protesting that shooting. Uh, Jacob Blake was correctly shot. And no, I don't have any problem with people being shot in self-defense. They were not shot protesting the shooting. Again, they, they are just changing the fact pattern. They're just changing the fact pattern and lying about it. And I'm never going to get over this. I'm never going to get over the fact that they just make they just make bleep up. That's what they do. It's disgusting. It really is. All uh, the entire left wing has decided to just make things up. It's incredible. Here's Colin Kaepernick, quote, we just witnessed a system built on white supremacy validate the terroristic act of a white supremacist. No evidence whatsoever presented at trial before or after that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. This only further validates the need to abolish our current system. White supremacy cannot be reformed. 
says the former backup quarterback who kneels for the national anthem and earns millions of dollars while getting specials on Netflix. By the way, the only evidence I've ever seen in my life that capitalism ought to be abolished is the fact that Colin Kaepernick makes money. That is the only reason I've ever seen that makes any sense to me as to why capitalism needs to be overthrown. Because if complete idiots in the technical sense, like Colin Kaepernick, can make enormous quantities of money lying about the United States and whining about the United States while pulling down those kind of checks, maybe that is a problem with capitalism. That is the only Marxist case I've ever seen made is Colin Kaepernick. Meanwhile, Representative Jerry Nadler, he tweeted out that the verdict was heartbreaking. Quote, this heartbreaking verdict is a miscarriage of justice and sets a dangerous precedent which justifies federal review by the DOJ. So now he wants Merrick Garland to come in and review the case. Justice cannot tolerate armed person crossing state lines looking for trouble while, protest, while people engage in First Amendment protected protest. Again, it's just every element of that is a lie. He was not armed when he crossed the state line. Second, he was not looking for trouble. Third, the people who he shot were not engaged in First Amendment protest. You know what's not First Amendment protest? Drawing a gun on a guy while approaching him like Gage Grosscrudes or bashing somebody in the head like Anthony Huber was doing with a skateboard or chasing somebody down and trying to grab their gun like, Jason, like Joseph Rosenbaum. Okay, the fact that they lie like this means you should always doubt their narratives. You should always doubt it because there's not one iota of evidence to back anything that they are saying. The trial, if they'd watched it for five seconds and cared about the truth, would have debunked every argument they are making, every single one. The prosecution's own witnesses were debunking these arguments. Gage Grosskreutz, for example, admitted he pulled a gun on Rittenhouse before Rittenhouse shot him. But apparently he's a victim, engaging in First Amendment protected activities, according to these jackasses. Is clip 23, Gage Grosskreutz admitting in open court that he was justifiably shot. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him, with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him, that he fired, right? Correct. Unreal. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they must have their talking points. So understand this. When it comes to the media, when it comes to the Democrats, you don't matter. Individuals don't matter. The only thing that matters is the stories they can derive from a bunch of false fact patterns they make up. And if the fact patterns don't fit, they will just rewrite the fact patterns. They will just say things that aren't true. They're doing it right now in real time. They're trending George Floyd on Twitter as though this has something to do with George Floyd. They're trending Black Lives Matter on Twitter as though this has something to do with Black Lives Matter. They're suggesting openly that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. Some of them are going so far. The UK Independent is suggesting that he shot black people. None of that's true. It doesn't matter. The narrative will morph. The facts will morph to meet the narrative. Because when you have a vision of utopia the way the left does, lives don't matter. They don't. They would have been perfectly happy today if Kyle Rittenhouse had been sentenced to life in prison for defending himself from criminals attempting to murder him. They would have been happy today. They would have been celebrating in the streets. What's one blood sacrificer or another between friends seeking utopia? We'll get to more on this in just one second first. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. 
Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving.